Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, at whatever time you are listening to this. Welcome to episode 8, brought to you by Light Living. And I'm so happy to be back and sharing with you guys again, continuing on this journey of searching for the Lord and seeking God and speaking about topics, real life topics that affect us on an everyday basis. And today I would like to speak about a topic that many people, I believe, dismiss or don't make it their business to improve on this topic. And it's a topic that when we were growing up, we were told I don't know if you've ever remember the saying that says, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I don't know who came up with that saying. I'm not really sure who said who said it or where it comes from. However, I totally disagree. <laughs> um, I remember even as a little girl, having my feelings hurt by things people would say to me. It could have been my friends, it could have been my parents, my siblings, my my family in general. And words do really hurt. <laughs> they do hurt us. In fact, the Bible tells us that the power of life and death is in the tongue. It also speaks about that the tongue is one of the most untamable organs of the body. Um, and it's so true. It's difficult. It's difficult to train to train the tongue. However, I want to speak about also how we speak about ourselves. Um, This is something that I've battled with for many years. And the main point about it is that the way you speak to yourself, the things you say about yourself is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. Because the Bible also says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And So I was used to speaking negatively about myself. Um, I grew up in a culture where the way we showed love was to make fun of each other. We would make fun of each other and um, it was funny and it was a joke. At least we would say it was, Uh, but it wasn't always funny, at least not to me. I would joke around as well with other people and, you know, make fun and, you know, send some jarring sarcastic insults to each other but sometimes it got real (laughs) sometimes people would say things and i'm like "Mm, do you really feel that way did you really mean that and that's when i started to be affected by these things And I started to realize that sometimes people joking around say truths. 
They say things that they really feel and they try to mask it in a joke. They try to mask it in a satirical comment. However, I never thought this was wrong until I was confronted with it by the Holy Spirit. That's when I realized, you know what, maybe my words do hurt people. Maybe I have affected people. And I remember a situation I had with a friend, a fellow um, co-leader, where, you know, out of nowhere, he came out one day and was like, you're always making fun of me and you're always so mean and, you know, I'm tired of it. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) I was like, what do you mean? Like, I really thought we were just joking here. Um, And it became real to me. It made me realize that my words did cause harm and that I was responsible. And so I remember from that day forward having a different perspective on things and starting to really change the way that I spoke and being more purposeful on how I spoke to others. However, how I spoke about myself didn't change. For example, saying things like, I'm so stupid, or I'm crazy, or I messed up, or I'm a failure. All of those things are declarations that you're making over your life. And so if the things you are speaking out are negative, if they are not what you want to see, sooner or later, you will see the manifestation of your words. Because if you believe you're stupid, then you place a limitation on your mind, on yourself, where you say, you know what, I don't have the intellectual capability to go beyond this, so I'm not going to try this or that. It's a powerful tool. It's a powerful tool of the mind. And we need to get hold of our mentality, get hold of what we're thinking, and change that so that we can start to reflect the truth. And the truth is, is that everything God made is good. And you are good and you're valuable and he loves you. And anything that is contrary to that is a lie. And so I want to speak about some things that help me overcome this area of weakness and also give you some tips as to what to do and how to change your mentality right after this short break. And we're back. So I want to identify first some things that we have believed 
that are lies. And some of the things we may have believed it since we were very little and we were conditioned to thinking these things and maybe our parents were told these things so they told us and so forth and the cycle continues however we need to start to identify those things that are lies that we have accustomed ourselves to believe or maybe even sayings that we repeat that are cultural i'll give you a few examples one thing that i hear Dominicans say is, oh, how are you? How are you feeling? And if they're feeling sick, they'll say, me estoy muriendo. Oh, me estoy muriendo de dolor. Oh, I'm dying of pain. That's one thing that we need to correct. No, you're not dying of pain. You are not feeling well, right? And so I'm always now correcting people around me who say those things because and I start to declare healing because I understand the power that I have as a daughter of Christ and the authority that I have to declare what isn't as if it is it was like the Bible says faith is the substance of things not unseen but things we hope for and to also declare things as if they were already done so we start to declare these things over people over our own lives So the first thing is, what do you say? How do you speak about yourself? Listen to yourself. Take a challenge. Listen to yourself over the next three days. And anytime you say something negative, just stop yourself and say, why did I say that? Is it something that I truly believe? Or was it something that I was conditioned to believe, whether it was a cultural thing, whether I grew up this way, whether my parents spoke this way, or if it's truly something that's in your heart that you believe. First of all, I want to talk about something that that is it's scientific, but it, it goes to show you the impact of what comes out of your mouth. Usually what comes out of your mouth is already in your heart. And how it got to your heart was through your mind, right? Because scientifically, your sight, almost every single thing is processed by a stimulus from outside of your body and then goes to the brain and the brain tells it what to do. So if you're, if you're putting your hand on the stove and it's hot, your brain quickly says, take your hand off because there's pain and your hand comes off. That's how that works. That was just a small example. For example, if you're afraid and you have to run away from the tiger, your brain says, this is flight or flight mode and it's time to flight. It's time to go. <laughs> it's time to run for your life. And that activates even a nervous system in your body to say we need to get out of here and it speeds up everything speeds up your heart rate it it delivers oxygen to the vital organs that's why sometimes when you're nervous or scared you have dry mouth because the moisture is given to those organs that are are needed in that moment it's not 
it's not necessary for you to speak, but you need to run yourself out of that situation. So that is just two examples of how the body reacts, how the brain reacts. And it's and it's your brain, then your heart. So your brain controls your heart, tells your heart, go faster, go slower, or whatnot. We have to get a hold of our thoughts. And the Bible says to renew our mind by the word. We have to renew our mind by the word. What does that mean? I have to get into the word. I have to start reading the word on a daily basis and start to really understand what God says about me, what he says, what he what his expectations are about me and start to apply those things and really start to believe them because, you know, not everything we read, we believe. And so we need to start conditioning ourselves to say, hey, this is truth even though it doesn't feel like it you are wonderfully and beautifully made god knit you together in your mother's womb he thought of you and you are his masterpiece that's a truth anything you think contrary to that is a lie you have conditioned yourself to believe it whether it's society's pressures whether it's yourself, whether it's you yourself have just have a low self-esteem and you don't believe these things about yourself, but they are true and we need to believe them. How do I believe them? The word also says that faith comes from hearing and hearing of the word of God. You can start to declare these things over your life. Speak them out. Speak the word of God over your life. One thing that at some point I did was I started to put stickies on my mirror where I would say, you are beautiful. You are valuable. You are successful, right? Because I had this battle of constantly fighting with these feelings of failure. I had to write these things out where I could see them so that I could start to believe them. And I conditioned myself to say, hey, you know, you're not, you're not what you thought you were. Also, a truth is that you're a new creation. Once you've accepted Christ in your heart, you're a new creation. And that's amazing because that means you get a fresh start. You get a fresh start. And what better way to start than just fresh where you have a clean slate. You have the opportunity to have a clean slate today if you haven't done so already. By just accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior and making that declaration. But going forward, I would like to also say, you know, you need to listen to yourself and all those things that you declare that you know go against the will of God, go against his word. Stop saying them. (laughs) At first, it's going to really be a process at first it may feel weird but one thing I would always say was I'm so stupid and it wasn't until my husband who at the time was my boyfriend said you're not stupid don't say that and so I started to correct myself 
correct myself, correct myself. And every time I would go to say I'm so stupid, I would get like a halt, like a stop, like a like a pause in my spirit would say, don't say that. And it was a constant reminder of me to build up myself, to believe this truth about me that, you know, I'm intelligent and that the Lord made me and that I'm his masterpiece. And the way we treat others is usually a reflection of how we feel about ourselves. If you are someone who tends to be very judgmental about other people, very hard on other people, think everyone else is a mess, it's usually because you feel that way about yourself. So you're going to treat people, you know, they say the golden rule is to treat people how you want to be treated, but sometimes we don't know how to treat ourselves. And so I, I believe with my experience, it starts with what do I say about myself? What do I believe about myself? Let's make this correction as to what the word says about me, that I am wonderful, that I am beautiful, that I am good, that I am his masterpiece, that we are kings and queens, that we are a royal priesthood, and we have been called to greatness. And there's great purpose in us. And God chose you for this time and this generation and this purpose. And so we need to start believing those truths. We need to start believing the word of God and stop declaring these negative emotions, these negative things we've been conditioned to speak about ourselves. Stop limiting what God can do through us and start to walk out his word and apply it where there's that application where we say, okay, I'm going to start to walk this out. I believe in the authority I have in Christ Jesus to declare the power that I have in my tongue to declare life or death. And I'm going to exercise it for life. And I'm going to start to declare life over others and myself. There are declarations. There are words that people have spoken over you. Or maybe you have spoken over people that till today, they are bound to those words. You are bound to those words. That till today, you believe those lies. And what I mean that you're bound is that you're stuck in it. You have, you cannot separate yourself from those words because they've become so true in your mind, in your heart. But today, I declare a new beginning. I declare that the Lord will set you free. And Father God, we just pray in this hour that you set every single person under the sound of my voice free from any words that have been declared over their lives, any negative words, any words that are contrary to your spirit, contrary to your will for their lives, contrary to your word, Lord. We cancel them in the name of Jesus and we declare freedom, Father God. We declare that they are free, Father God. 
God, to believe your word, to believe that they are good, to believe that they are loved, to believe that there's a purpose for them, to believe that they are not mistakes, Father God, to believe, Father God, that they are here for a purpose on this earth and they have a great calling that as long as they have breath in their lungs, you have given them an opportunity, Father God, to just declare and Lord, to believe and to walk out and to be representatives of your kingdom. Father God, I declare on this day that every person, that every person listening, Father God, is set free and embarks on this journey of believing and searching for what is true in your word, Father God. We thank you for the deliverance. We thank you for the freedom. We thank you because you change our thoughts pattern. You change what comes in our heart and you set us free, Father God. And those words that we declare from now going forward, Father God, will be words of life. We choose to declare words of life over our family, over our children, over our friends, over our co-workers, Father God, that we, Lord, will think before we speak, Father God, and that we will choose to represent to you in our words and everything that we speak, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen and amen. And I pray that you have a blessed week and it is my prayer that we remember and we put into practice that you know you are my brother and you are my sister and we have a responsibility to reflect Christ this week through our words in Jesus name we pray amen and amen God bless you